Alright guys, welcome to this episode of VertCoin Talk. Uh, I want to thank you guys for joining us here today. This is a very special one. Uh, this has been a, a talk that's been in the making for over a year and a half. Um, and this is something that, you know, we haven't done in just about two years. So we are two years removed from when we did the hard fork of Lara 2 Rev 2 to Lara 2 Rev 3. And as you can see here on the screen, you can see that we have a revamped uh, when VTC fork XYZ to now we are hard forking away from Lara to Rev3 to Verthash. Verthash is here. Verthash is done. Verthash is final. It is now in its final form ready to take on the cryptocurrency world. So um, as you can see here, our estimated date for the fork is January 30th at 2.32 a.m. Eastern time. Um, I do intend to try and stream the live fork, uh, I know I, I tried doing that last time. Um, I was just about a minute late <clears throat> with that because it sped up there right towards the end as a lot of miners started to switch over to uh, mining vert hash as opposed to mining layer 2 rev 3. Um, but uh, 2.30 in the morning probably is not going to happen uh, because, it's yes, it's a Saturday, but odds are if I'm up at 2.30 in the morning these days, it's because my three-year-old has woken me up in the middle of the night, which anybody who is a parent understands completely uh, what that's like. But currently we are on block 1,498,632 and the fork is scheduled for block 1,500,000. So we will be switching right over to vert hash. Um, now today on today's broadcast, it's not just me today. So we do have a new, uh, not a new developer. They've been with Vertcoin for a very long time, but JK, um, who is one of the chief architects behind vert hash. So vert hash really is JK, James Lovejoy and your Jeff. This is their baby. Uh, as far as the way that this has all been developed and, you know, um, vert hash is now in version two or version three. Uh, we kept playing with it. We didn't necessarily like some of the security aspects of it and just the, the vulnerabilities that we thought were going to be there. So um, we ended up landing on this version here. Now, JK is going to kind of go through Verthash with us so that everybody is familiar with kind of what's going on with Verthash and understand that you know Verthash is different than all the other algorithms that we've ever had on our blockchain. And one of the things that if anybody doesn't know, so uh, this is kind of going to be like a crash course, how to survive a hard fork. What is a hard fork? Because uh, there's not a lot of hard forks in the cryptocurrency world. Hard forks are very difficult. The entire network, or at least 51% of the network, does have to agree to the fork. Um, but... Uh, there's no going back, really. When you hard fork like that, especially with Verthash, there are components and parameters inside of the Verthash algorithm that really make it to where you can't go back. Um, so when we do this, and this is something that I've preached over and over and over again whenever I do any of these talks, is the quality of the work that we do is much more important than the speed in which we do it. Now, trust me, it's been two years in the making, well, almost two years, Speed, obviously, is somewhat of a factor, especially if you have ASICs on your network and stuff, and you're still trying to stick to a particular vision of this is going to be a GPU-focused algorithm, uh, unlike with Bitcoin and Litecoin and things of that nature where you have to have an ASIC in order to mine those. Vertcoin, the social compact that the development team has had with the community from day one, from uh, 2014, is that this will be a GPU-dominant algorithm. So the goal is... Average Joe can have their graphics card at home and they can mine on uh, 
Vertcoin. Now, some of the cool stuff that JK is going to show us a little bit later is the ability for us to be able to uh, convert Vertcoin over to Bitcoin using the Lightning Network. And we're looking to build this into the one-click miner. So like one of the things that's extremely uh, appealing to people who use services like NiceHash is that they put their hashing miner, you know, they put it up there and people bid on it and they get paid in Bitcoin because, and especially if they have GPUs, they can't mine Bitcoin directly themselves. So this is a way for them to be able to earn Bitcoin using their hashing power. Well, we, our goal, and Jackie's going to showcase this, is to make the one-click miner have that same type of functionality using the Lightning Network in order to be able to convert uh, Vertcoin directly over to Satoshi. So, um, but uh, as you can see here, I'll put the link to this. Anybody that's in our Discord, you've seen this link, um, you know, but this is where you can keep exact track of kind of how the fork is going. Um, but if you want to, um, you can get to that link right over here on the vertcoin.org website. Um, so on this website, um, you can see, let me make sure that, yep, so we're sending that out there. Um, so on the vercoin.org website, at the very top, we have uh, approximately when the fork is going to be happening. Uh, but on here, you can also uh, get the one-click miner. So right here, you can click here and get the one-click miner. You can also download our core wallet. So one of the key things that is necessary in the fork is that at least 51% of the network that and the network is the core wallet. So that's the the how transactions are validated and everything uh, between the different wallets. Uh, Fifty one percent of the network does need to be on the new latest and greatest wallet in order for that fork to be successful. Um, so now you may have people who are on wallets that are three years old. Um, if anyone has coins on wallets that are outdated. You need to one, back your wallet up, and then two, you need to upgrade to the new wallet. Then you can do transactions on the new wallet because you will be on the latest chain. Because when that hard fork happens, it is absolutely hard in the sense of if you don't go with everybody else over to Verthash and the latest one, you're stuck out here on an island by yourself. Now, theoretically, you could transfer things you know, to other users who are on a older version of the, the wallet, but there's probably not going to be anybody mining on that particular chain. So your transactions are never going to get to go through. So uh, long story short, make sure you have the latest wallet. So the latest wallet, you can download it right here from the website, but go over to our GitHub. It is 0.17.1. So this, uh, this does have... Uh, some of the latest and greatest uh, Bitcoin uh, upstream security uh, updates built into it. Uh, but this also has the vert hash uh, fork built into it as well. So make sure you upgrade to this. I'm going to throw this into the chat here real quick. So this is where you go in order to get your core wallet. And you can have that open. Um, so whenever you go to open your core wallet, so you'll see what this looks like here. So um, when you bring this over, this will, so you can see here loading vert hash data file into RAM. So this is going to be, uh, one of the main things that you're going to look for inside of your core wallet. Um, I don't have anything in my wallet for this demonstration, but, um, here you can see the Bitcoin core developers, uh, uh, Vertcoin core developers. So you just make sure that all of this is set up. Um, so it's loading the block index. Now it does take a second, especially when you first 
launch the uh, the the 0.17.1 wallet, it has to build out that verthash.dat file, which is just over a gig. It's going to be located on your hard drive, um, but that's one of the key different uh, differentiating factors um, in uh, the new wallet, which I'll throw this over here. I got to do some syncing. It's been about two weeks since I've opened up the wallet. Um, but if you come under help about Vertcoin Core, this is where you're going to want to make sure you have the right wallet version right here. Um, so just make sure that you're uh, all set up there and you will be, if you have this wallet open, you will be part of the network and be counted on the network um, for uh, supporting the fork over to Verthash. Uh, Bitrix is already supporting the fork. Uh, Treasure uh, and, and um, Lord, I can't remember the name of the other hardware wallet. Those are already uh, supporting the fork. So um, we've already contacted a bunch of different vendors and everybody who basically has been supporting Vertcoin over the years, uh, letting them know about the fork uh, that it's coming. Um, so they are upgrading all of their infrastructure to be set to go for the fork uh, that's going to be happening this Saturday. Uh, one other way that you can support the fork is with the easy one-click miner. So uh, the Vercoin one-click miner 2.0, uh, this is the release candidate too. I imagine Yurtjep is going to be uh, putting out a final release uh, here soon. Um, but this, uh, so it's not going to be showing the fork countdown on testnet because the fork is net countdown is now on the mainnet. Um, but you can download the one click miner here and you can start mining vert hash right away. It will automatically, uh, switch over from the layer two rev three over to vert hash. As soon as you get to that 1,500,000 block, um, so um, there also, if you want, so let me put this out here as well. So this is the release candidate too. Um, I would wait. Um, you can use the release candidate too, but I would wait for the final version that should be coming out here within a few days. Um, if you want to use the one click miner, however, if you are an advanced miner, if you're someone who has been mining, um, for a really long time and you're good with command line and stuff of that nature, then you can come and get the, uh, the actual vert hash miner directly from crypto graphics, which is the developer who built this miner. So, um, while our team is very talented in their capabilities inside of the crypto sphere, unfortunately we do not have a, uh, GPU miner developer um, on staff. I mean, we're all volunteers, but it's not inside of the team. So this is one of those things where we had to outsource this, uh, crypto graphics, crypto graphics is the same individual that, uh, made our, um, our layer two rev three, um, team red miners. Um, so he, so some of the latest miners that we had had for layer two rev three that we had, uh, basically what happens is that we, um, employ, uh, crypto graphics to build the miner. He builds the miner internally. And then when we pay him, he makes the source code for that miner open source. So just like everything that we do, everything's open source. So anybody can go in and just make sure that everything is on the up and up when it comes to code. But if you want to use um, the direct uh, vert hash miner, uh, there's a link to where you can download that. Now, the one click miner uses this vert hash miner uh, inside of it, but the ability to be able to just run this. Um, so what I'm actually going to do real quick is I'm actually going to, uh, download the one click miner and show you exactly how easy it is to get up and running. So, um, let me open this up here. So we're going to open the one click miner, uh, dot exe. 
So when we do that, it is coming over here to my other. So you can see it is installing the mining software. So what this does is it automatically starts. Uh, it, it installs. This is the hard fork. So you can see the uh, in how many blocks. Um, so you're going to want to restart your one-click miner afterwards. Um, and, you know, so right now it's trying, it's going to start mining. I'm going to stop it from mining just because I am doing encoding and all kinds of other good stuff here on this computer. But this wallet right here, as soon as you uh, install your first uh, one-click miner, it's going to ask you to put in a password. So what this does is it just gives you a password associated with that. So whenever you go to send any coins, then you have to put in that wallet password. But you don't have to download a wallet. You don't have to download the miner. The, the one-click miner software does all of it for you. Um, on your settings, you can come over here to enable debugging, auto start. Um, you can use closed source miner. So this is something that Verdhash right now, the only miner that at least I'm aware of, and chat, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the only miner right now is the CryptoGraphics Verdhash miner. There, because that's open source, that means that all of these other miners out there um, that you know everybody ha uses for ETHash and things of that nature, they can get that open source code, then they build an optimized version or they build their own version of a Verthash miner. And if that becomes more powerful or, or better optimized in order to get better hash rates and stuff of that nature, um, then a lot of times we will include that closed source miner into the one-click miner. You just come in here and click this. Um, you can see you'll get a little uh, pop-up that says, hey, Vercoin does not endorse these because we cannot look at the code. But, and normally some of these will actually have a, a dev tax associated with them. So one thing with Vercoin and the crypto graphics uh, hash miner, uh, there is no dev tax. So you get 100% of what you mine. Uh, whereas a lot of these other, uh, other miners and stuff of that nature, they'll charge you 1%, 2%. And that goes to them and that helps pay for things. Um, granted, trust me, it would be amazing from a funding perspective if... The development team did something like that, but in conjunction with our standard, you know, community contract, look, if you want to donate to the team in order to help with development and things of that nature, by all means do so. Uh, but we will never um, take from the community uh, just by being able to provide software. The goal is, is that we want everybody to be able to, uh, to mine and be able to keep what they earn with their mining system. So that quick, I'm able to get the one-click miner installed. You just put in the password and boom, you're off to the races as far as um, mining. So um, wanted to get those in front of you guys so you can see that. Um, now uh, I'm actually going to bring in uh, JK. So JK, I'm going to uh, unmute you here real quick. So uh, thanks for joining us on this episode of Vertcoin Talk. Um, we are going to go over to the Vert Hash explainer image that you set up here. Um, and actually, let me make this a little bit bigger just so people are able to see it here. Um, so I'm going to make my window just a little bit smaller. Um, and uh, if you can, go over kind of what is Vert Hash? How did we get here? Um, and, uh, and, and explain what we're actually seeing with this Vert Hash explainer graphic. Uh, hi, I would like to thank to the Vertcoin community for for patience during this uh, trip with Verthash, and I may uh, describe some some details about this algorithm. The base uh, for this algorithm was uh, was drafted uh, by uh, uh, 
Tadeusz Drea, which is also creator of Lightning Network. So uh, this paper was also a base for Adhash. And because the starting point was the same, uh, so we have something, we have algorithm which is which is also similar to Adhash in some in some areas, but thanks to this that Adhash is in in the game uh, for a long time, we are we were we were able to to fix some some things and improve some things, and uh, on this on the screen uh, I I try to uh, show. Uh, in simple words, what is going on there? We have uh, 80 byte header, which is starting point for for uh, searching solution, searching block, and uh, then uh, we are going. We are making uh, eight uh, eight time uh, hashing function, which is modern uh, hashing function. Uh, S H A three, and this is uh, this is actually part of uh, he heavy computing part. Yeah, this is this is what uh, we are uh, trying to suppress uh, in in this algorithm. Uh, th this way, uh, we get uh, five uh, five hundred twelve bytes of random array. And next step is uh, is to expand this uh, area, uh, expand this array uh, by uh, bitwise rotation, which is uh, which is uh, opposite to the first phase is light computing uh, uh, phase. So uh, it's uh, it's a, it's nice uh, nice way to to make. Uh, to to, the, to expand this data and this way we we have uh, pseudo random array uh, size is uh, 16 kilobytes which means we have uh, almost more than 4000 pointers uh, to the to our vertehash.dat file which is which is heart of this uh, algorithm actually so Thanks to these pointers, we can make IO bond phase, uh, which is searching for data in this vethash.file. And uh, the procedure is uh, uh, like uh, we are searching for first chunk, uh, it's uh, 32 bytes. Uh, chunk of data we need to search them and we have second pointer and uh, make it complicated complicate uh, we we, uh, we change uh, second pointer in the in on the fly and uh, the position is different than uh, than it was uh, on the beginning so every Every read from vethash.dat uh, file change also next pointer. So this is some kind of chain, yet another chain here. So if you want to know last pointer, last value of last pointer, 
you must go through every every data every uh, one of uh, 4000 uh, chunks and finally you can you can uh, say which is uh, which is the the last place in the vert hash that so this is some kind of of chain and uh, this is this is more or less uh, how it looks like uh, at the end of of algorithm we combine uh, all those 4000 uh, data in one hash uh, with with some uh, very quick uh, function which is similar to xor and uh, this this way we we are we have uh, ha, uh, block uh, hash candidate and we check uh, normal way if uh, this is solution or not if not just we increase nonce and make the same uh, pro procedure again until we uh, we have uh, the solution the the block uh, solved this is this is the 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 whole uh, description yeah yeah and and this is i mean so we're getting pretty detailed in kind of how we're going about actually doing the hashing function um so one of the things that you know, a lot of people have seen whenever we're doing testing which if you're not in the vertcoin discord you haven't necessarily been able to be a part of the testing of VertHash. Uh, we've released some stuff on social media, things of that nature, but like all of the hashing powers of the different graphics cards and stuff of that nature, we've all been combining that inside of the VertCoin mining section. So uh, if you get into Discord, go into the mining section, you can see what's expected as far as hashing power. But for example, um, I think, um, let me pull it up here, the, the hashing power for... Um, for like, just, I have a 2080 TI, um, but my hashing power is vastly different on, on vert hash than it is on layer two rev to, uh, rev three, simply because of the different types of computing that's happening here. And one of the big things that we wanted to do with vert hash was to make it as IO bound as possible. Um, that way we can, uh, kind of just keep pushing that hedge, uh, uh, of, you know, just hedging our bets versus uh, ASICs and stuff of that nature and keep the optimization as high as possible when it comes to graphics cards. So um, let's see. Um, JK, did you want to go over any more of this image or did you want to go to the uh, screen share that you want to do to showcase some pretty cool functionality that we're going to look to incorporate into the one-click miner? Let me only uh, say, uh, sure. answer the question which uh, already appeared. Uh, wh what is the difference between uh, Verthash and Adhash? This is uh, maybe quite interesting. Uh, there are some differences. Uh, for example, we don't use DAC file, which is growing in Adhash. We are using uh, static static file Verthash dot, which is uh, done only ones and uh, our solution uh, is uh, is uh, the uh, answer for uh, such risk uh, in adhash which is named uh, on the fly mining because in adhash uh, there is uh, non-zero probability that you may set such uh, device which is uh, 
constructing uh, parts of, of DAC file in on the fly very fast and you are not uh, you don't need to, to search into memory but only recreate some parts of this this file in some uh, very fast on on chip memory and uh, benefit from them very much so this is the this is the difference our vertash that file is is uh, proof for such a situation and uh, thanks to james and and get job we have such robust robust solution instead of dark file and another uh, another difference uh, this is this is my difference maybe other differences are also but not such such important maybe okay and i did want to talk about real quick so one of the pieces of software that you're not seeing in here that i've put up here uh is specifically p2 proxy so p2 proxy is used in the one click miner uh in order to make your so make it so you don't have to have a wallet or anything of that nature uh installed so um james right now is working on getting p2 proxy ready for the fork um he said it's highly likely that p2 proxy won't be ready for the fork um so people should expect to solo mine or use p2 pool directly rather than the one-click miner. So um, we're trying to get that done before the fork. Um, we're running into some possible bugs and things of that nature. So James is currently working on that now. Uh, he's working on that in conjunction with your JEP. So uh, while the one-click miner is um, a great tool to be able to get a new person in for mining, wait for that final version. So right now we're on release candidate two. So we are working on some bugs there because what one click miner does one click miner uses P2 proxy in order to keep the coins that you're mining available. And then you can send those to a wallet. So whenever I had, um, let's see, that was my wallet there. Where's my, um, where I had, yeah. So I'm going to start the one click miner here real quick. Um, so whenever you, First, start the one-click miner. Um, I'm going to stop the mining. But the coins are stored via P2 proxy. That's why you don't have to have a wallet. Uh, and then you receive... So you, then you can send those coins to a exchange, to a core wallet, what have you. And then you just input your your wallet password. Um, so once, we, once you see an announcement from us that P2 proxy is ready to go for the fork... Then start using the one-click miner, um, and it, you know we'll, we'll probably put out a final release candidate for the one-click miner. Until then, do solo mining or uh, use P2 proxy or not P2 proxy P2 pool uh, in order to do your mining of vert hash um, right off the bat, and you can use the vert hash miner. So um, we're trying to get it done before uh, we get wrapped up with the fork, uh, but it does look like they're having some uh, some technical issues that we're trying to work some. Out with the P2 proxy system uh, in order to get uh, the uh, one-click miner fully functional uh, when it comes to the hash uh, or to vert hash uh, fork. Um, so, uh, JK, if you want to share your screen real quick, um, let's go ahead and move on over to uh, the demo that you want to showcase on what we're looking to do as far as being able to get um, vert hash, uh, you know, the the one-click miner uh, to be able to. Uh, basically just uh kind of act like a nice hash in a sense 
Um, I'll let you take it away. Nope, make sure you're not muted. Okay. Yep, there you go. Uh, let me describe what, what is submarine swap uh, at first. It is some kind of uh, atomic swap, uh, specific atomic swap when one part of, of uh, smart contract is uh, on chain and another second one is uh, off chain. Uh, in our, in reality, off-chain off is, uh, of course, Bitcoin, and uh, every uh, and uh, integration with other coins is is possible because we have, uh, for example, submarine swap uh, between Litecoin and uh, Bitcoin. Uh, so there is also possibility to uh, swap Litecoin for Vertcoin and. That was the the main idea to to do it and to 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 verify how it works. And uh, I know there is only several several places in internet when uh, you can make submarine swap. I know uh, submarine swaps org, which is like proof of concept page. And you can you can execute su such submarine swap here, and for example, change Litecoin for for Bitcoin Lightning Network. There is uh, another uh, site uh, which I may recommend because I have used it uh, several times, and every time it was everything was okay. This is Bolts Exchange. Uh, they are they are uh, focused on adoption of Lightning Network, and also uh, has uh, open source their their code. So this is uh, great, great uh, idea and the way uh, which we promote. Uh, Actually, uh, on this on the screen, we can we can change Litecoin also into uh, uh, Lightning Network uh, Bitcoin, and we can it's more advanced uh, user interface for sure. Uh, actually, uh, we can we can change Litecoin into into it uh, instantly. Uh, so this is this is possible in internet, but. Uh, we would like to make it uh, for Vertcoin and also as simple as uh, usually simple is, uh, for example, one-click miner. So we would like to have something like one-click submarine swap uh, where you don't need to... Uh, fill any fields actually or minimum fields so uh, the idea was to implement it inside the one click miner which is uh, obvious obvious uh, di direction it was obvious direction and uh, 
the, this is the one thing which is necessary on PC side. And second, only second thing which is necessary here is Lightning Wallet. And uh, there are several Lightning Wallets right now, but only only one of them is so uh, easy to to use and uh, has such intuitive and simple user interface that uh, can be used by average Joe and and I already tried that this is true. Uh, so it matched to our uh, idea of one-click miner and and. Uh, much very well. Yeah, I can attest to mm. it being pretty user friendly because uh, I, I downloaded yeah. it and it, you know, if I can use it, what I, what I, what I like, uh, what I, I would like to to say is that if you want uh, to have global adoption of Lightning Network, uh, the Lightning Network wallet must must be simple and definitely Phoenix Wallet is is the right answer here. Maybe the only answer right now. Okay. So uh, there is an uh, Android version of, of this wallet. Uh, this is non-custodial wallet, of course. And, uh, uh, but I know that they have uh, this company, uh, Atsinku, uh, has also uh, iOS uh, solution right now, but uh, is already on testnet, Bitcoin testnet. So I suppose we will have it uh, quite soon uh, on mainnet, on Bitcoin mainnet. And uh, let me, now let me start one click miner on my computer. And let me show you my mobile phone here. Uh, one click miner is, is started. So we can find the backlog. And here we have second line is, uh, is information uh, where we should connect our mobile phone. This is address of my, my local IP of my computer, which is mining right now. And I may copy this into QR code creator, for example, just to have it fast on my on my mobile phone. Okay. Let me scan this address and open. And now I'm connected to one click miner. You can That's better. We can see some uh, some basic information from from one click miner on my uh, on my mobile phone. Uh, spendable balance, uh, current hash rate. But the the what what is most interesting? We can swap our balance into some uh, amount of uh, Bitcoin Satoshi. 
Uh, I'm not sure if you, you hear me. Yep, you, I, you. Yeah, okay, so I can hear you. I, I had uh, some information about my hotspot, but maybe it's okay right now. Yep, it's okay. Good. Oh, uh, okay, so now we need to move, switch to, to the to the Phoenix wallet and make invoice which is not greater than, than the, the amount of Satoshi we can swap. And this is a quite easy way to do. We tap on receive, then we tap on, on a small icon below QR code to edit uh, Lightning invoice. And let me put, for example, okay, let let me put oops okay one more time this time is it's okay okay I'm creating invoice for uh, for 1000 satoshi then i tap into qr code to copy into clipboard we can see this copy uh, this uh, lightning uh, invoice is now copied into clipboard of mobile phone. Then we switch back to the to our uh, mobile interface to towards uh, one click miner, and we press the button copy from clipboard. Then we have uh, our invoice inside this uh, field below. Of course, we can provide password to OCM and just click submarine swap. and wait a bit yeah what's normally the average time that it takes for that submarine swap to happen isn't it about a minute or so or is it a little bit less okay uh, sorry it's already done i'm a bit busy yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> uh, now uh, we have a confirmation of our swap we swapped uh, some uh, vert coins into 1000 satoshi uh, our uh, Lightning Network wallet should be top up soon, and we can check here the transaction which is uh, correlated with our process. So let's see, unconfirmed transaction. So uh, we need to wait a bit for, for confirmation of this transaction. I may see it also on my, on my PC probably, or not. Okay, let me go back to my mobile. And uh, now we are we're sorry we are switching to the to the Phoenix Lightning Network Wallet Phoenix and we will wait for one confirmation to see if it works or not. So the idea would be you have the Phoenix Wallet. This is on your mobile device, and that's a Lightning-enabled wallet, but you're doing all of this submarine swapping directly inside of the one-click miner. Yeah, and almost with single click. Yep. The, and what you guys are seeing right now, this is really kind of the proof of concept. This is really just taking, you know, using all the functionality that we're going to build that into the one-click miner so it is very user-friendly. Um, because one of the things that, you know, like I said before, NiceHash, um, 
one of their their benefits is that you know you can mine whatever and you get paid in Bitcoin. Uh, but now you can mine Vertcoin on uh, with the one click miner and convert your VTC directly over to Satoshi's. Um, and you can utilize things like the Phoenix Lightning wallet in order to be able to uh, have that received over to you. Uh, in the meantime, I just found the unconfigured transaction, which is on on bottom of our explorer. So that's the reason I didn't find that first uh, shot. So we need to to wait for for block, which may take several minutes. Yeah, so the 2.5. We also, yeah, you know, uh, it may work also with zero confirmation mode, but uh, but, uh, this is not recommended. So let's wait for for single confirmation to to see if it works. Okay. Let's let's check uh, also the uh, user interface right now. We see that uh, spendable balance is lower right now. Uh, and we can swap uh, yet another uh, amount of Satoshi gain. Okay, let's check again Phoenix wallet and wait for the confirmation. What is important here uh, that uh, there is no a third party here. Uh, this is uh, submarine swap is like uh, is kind of atomic swap and and uh, uh, in this case you you have non non custodial uh, solution and uh, you uh, may you either swap uh, your your vertcoin for lightning network bitcoin or or this transaction is not uh, done and you can refund refund your word coins back to your to your address and uh, connection uh, transaction is is uh, wipe mm-hmm. or and you know we we um was it, was it about a year or so ago i mean we were really big into uh, the lit network, the lightning network that, uh, was being, uh, developed inside of MIT and stuff of that nature. And they kind of abandoned that project to shoot for other things. Um, we're still in, you know, this showcases, we're still actively looking at things inside of the lightning network instead of us, uh, really just heavily focusing on one particular, uh, lightning solution. Uh, we're looking at ways to make the lightning network, work in the benefit of the users who are mining and who are using things inside of the Vertcoin ecosystem. Uh, as we can see, uh, there's uh, blocks six minutes ago, so there was many blocks in short short periods, so we need to wait a bit for, for the next one. Oh, this is Probably. doing it live. Doing it live, you know, sometimes these little things happen. Let me see if I have any uh, any questions here in the chat we can take real quick while we're waiting for that block to confirm here real quick. Um, so uh, can you show how to solo mine or P2 pool? I was hoping for one-click miner at the fork. This was uh, Greg. Um, so I tell you what, I am not prepped right now on my computer to do that, Greg, but I tell you what I will do between now and fork day. So maybe... 
tomorrow. Um, let me see when I can find some time in my schedule. Um, I can show you exactly how to do that. I'll do a broadcast with it. Uh, in the meantime, he was, uh, oh, go ahead. He was, he was just yeah. recite, recite. There you go. Yep. So we just received our Satoshis uh, through the Lightning Network. So just like that, uh, we're able to get that squared away. Um, oh, uh, Greg, in the meantime, uh, what I would advise you, I, I'll try and show that uh, on a stream. I got to see what my schedule looks like between now and this fork. Um, but swing over into our Discord, go into the mining section, and every, and there's a team of people that are really heavily dedicated to mining inside of Vercoin. They will be able to help and show you exactly what you need to do in order to get it set up for solo mining or with P2 pool. Um, and uh, I'll, I'll see if I can ask them in there real quick. Uh, in the mining help section, um, uh, any step-by-step guides on solo mining or P2 pool for Verthash. I'm asking them if they have any sort of built-out documentation or anything of that nature that we can uh, share with you. Uh, but Greg, I'll try and get a live stream squared away so that we can, uh, so I can show how to solo mine or how to mine with P2 pool. All right, go ahead, JK. It's working, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, it, it looks, I mean, just that simple, you're able to convert VTC over to BTC. Yeah. And, uh, the, the idea is to be, like, uh, on-ramp on Bitcoin system, yeah? Vertcoin can be, like, on-ramp Bitcoin system surrounding Bitcoin and uh, allows for every job to jump into cryptocurrency, Vertcoin and Bitcoin together and uh, lower the barrier as much as possible for such uh, uh, average join. Yep. And uh, Greg, let me uh, see if I can get right here. I'm going to send you over. So this is a this is a Reddit thread that we had posted when it came to the test net for Verthash, but it gives you basically... Um, Almost all of the instructions when it comes to actually doing this for the live fork. Um, so where you see the vert or the the test network for the wallet and stuff of that nature, you're just going to be using it live. Um, this was actually done by uh, BDF, one of our mods inside of the Discord. I might see if he can actually get that set up for the actual live um, as well. So I'll see. Um, let's see. Um, so command line only. Here we go. So here's another um, another item. So I'll throw this up on my screen here real quick. So uh, configurable examples. Let me go back here. Um, so as you can see here, there are some command line only on the crypto graphics vert, uh, vert hash miner. This will give you a full list of solo mining using git block template. So this is where you would put your information with regards to uh, pool mining with stratum. So, um, but you can find this content here. I'll throw this over into the chat as well, um, just so you guys can see that. So all of this came from our helping section on Vercoin, uh, in, in, in the Vercoin miner section of the discord. I asked the simple question like that. I was able to get a ton of information. Um, you know, I am not a, uh, well, I'm a power user when it comes to mining, but it is not my forte uh, when it comes to the space. There's a lot of people inside of the community that is much more advanced when it comes to mining than I am. Um, but um, but yeah, it's that's the place to go if you have any questions or anything like that.
So, um, cool. Uh, JK, anything else that you wanted to showcase to us um, with uh, this solution? I may only say that uh, it looks like it is finished, but it is not finished. Uh, actually, two very important things uh, under the hood are missing. Uh, and uh, because uh, this uh, refund pro procedure is, is quite complicated, so it must be it must be made uh, in this way, which uh, don't require customer service for for such for such swaps. You know, when you have, for example, balls, you can always go and uh, and ask and and ask for help. And our our solution uh, is uh, the plan is to make it uh, uh, as simple uh, and standalone solution, which is which works uh, as standalone solution and uh, is automatically. For example, when something goes wrong, the OCM miner should uh, refund Vitcoins uh, uh, automatically. Uh, this is the this is the idea to to do. Uh, to make it uh, make it uh, automatic to uh, to the limits. Yeah. So basically, if it doesn't, if there's a problem or something like that, it automatically gets refunded right back to your VTC. So yeah, it's not exactly. like you lose anything. There's there's some some file here which is uh, which contains some information uh, which uh, must be used uh, in case of uh, trial of refunds. Uh, and you didn't get your uh, satoshis, yeah. So that's the way to do. And this is not finished yet. Yep. So we're still in the process of getting this built out, but we wanted to show, and JK really wanted to show you guys because he he had announced this. Um, like like I think when did you announce this was actually this actually happened? I'm looking back here through the Vertcoin updates, um, where submarine swap announcement. If I could remember. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to see when was that? Because it, it was, I mean, it was probably about a month or so ago is when we first. Two weeks, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. Two, two weeks, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, we, we announced that we were, you know, th this type of technology was getting implemented. Uh -oh. Was uh, highlight as milestone on Coin Gecko. Oh yeah, yeah, yep. So I, I pushed that out on uh, on, on our Coin Gecko to uh, to let everybody know that that's kind of you know the 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 next step that we're looking to do um, to just help people have a a more user friendly experience when it comes to uh, just operating inside of the crypto space. Um, was there anything else that you wanted to showcase uh, today on the demo, or, or are we all set there? It's okay. Okay. Awesome. Well, I wanted to thank JK for joining us today. This is the first time on the talk. Um, you know, a lot of valuable information and, and a extremely intelligent person when it comes to the crypto space and just 
you know, I've been able to observe him in our development channels, just kind of deducing problems, coming up with creative solutions and things of that nature. So I wanted to thank him for joining us on the talk today in order to explain and to kind of showcase these submarine swaps and kind of how we're looking to build that into the one-click miner so that you don't really need uh, a, a, a degree in computer science in order to be able to utilize that, making it as, junior, uh, as user-friendly uh, as possible is what increases adoption was what increases the the people using it this is why people use uh nice hash as opposed to mining via command line is because it's simple easy and you know it makes it very intuitive um let me see i want to see if there's any other questions that we have here um let's see uh thanks for being on the stream jk so you're getting uh thanks inside the chat here for joining so we're definitely gonna have to have you back again for another show um, maybe one day I can get you, James, and, and, and your Jap all on, and you guys can kind of just discuss things um, in, the way you normally do inside of the chats, but, you know, kind of have like a little fireside chat thing here. I'm just screaming, uh, going through these other things. So um, let's see. Um, P2 Pool is ready. I think that's, if I go over here to the Vercoin project, let me, I think we have, yeah, P2 Pool right here. Um, so if we go 2.0 is the latest P2 pool network. Um, so this is for layer two rev three. I have to check with James because this, uh, we haven't gotten that updated just yet for the vert hash. Let me double check with him. Uh, so pay attention to our social media, pay it, uh, get into the discord. If you really want last minute updates, as far as discord goes, um, you know, we have the Vertcoin updates section inside of the news area inside of the discord. And that's where we actually, we post updates and news things, um, there before anywhere else. So a lot of times if I'm working and stuff of that nature, I'm not, I don't have a time to, to put it out on social media right then you'll see uh, a lot of times with our social media, I'm putting things out kind of in bursts. Um, and that's, you know, just because we're working and, you know, everybody's kind of, uh, doing, uh, their day jobs. Um, and we're trying to get this information out as fast as possible. But if you want to be the first to know, um, you can go and check that out, um, inside of, uh, the, the discord. Uh, let me actually, I'm going to post a link to the discord. Um, so it is, um, whoops, let me, where's our chat here? So our discord, we're a partner with discord. So it's pretty easy. So if you go to discord.gg forward slash for coin, that will get you right into the Discord there. Um, let's see. Uh, just looking through, see if we have any other questions you guys might have for me or for JK. Um, this is a pretty straightforward uh, talk uh, today. We're, we don't have a full dev update that we're doing. We have been purely focused on this fork over the last four months or so. Um, so um, let's see. Yeah, so one thing to take note of, and they're pointing out here in the chat, is that when you do install crypto miners and stuff of that nature, your Windows Defender, any sort of antivirus system that you have in there, is going to flag that. Um, I know the one-click miner, um, we uh, are getting that approved. We have a, um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically an authentication key that we have with the software in order for uh, Microsoft Windows Defender to not um, go after that particular piece of software, but when it goes to install the miner, um, I don't know if that miner also could get flagged. So uh, this is mining 101. Whenever you've used a mining system, uh, it always, your antivirus and stuff will always try and flag that. You just have to whitelist it um, and then it's all set and good to go. Um, 
So, yeah, you're welcome, Greg, uh, for uh, that. Um, let's see. I don't see any other questions in here. I'm just trying to go back to see if we see anything. Um, people asking when we're going to get on exchanges and stuff of that nature. Um, like I've said, anybody who's ever watched one of our shows before, you know that at the end of the day, um, if an exchange has Bitcoin, they can, you know, they can have Vertcoin. It's not that hard for them to add it. Most of the time, exchanges want lots and lots of money in order to get a project onto an exchange. And we don't pay for exchange listing. Uh, we don't have a pre-mine. We don't have an ICO. Uh, we don't uh, tax our miners uh, in order for us to have a war chest of funds in order to be able to pay for that type of thing. Uh, so, and we've tried to, you know, do fundraisers in the past. Like one of the, the funding methods that we're doing now is we're actually, instead of having just a wallet address where people can donate whenever they like, uh, we're actually shifting over to the bounty system. So basically we figure out a project that we want to go after. So for example, the one click miner, which, uh, the new version 2.0 one click miner, uh, that, uh, your jet built this was a bounty style system so basically he said it's going to take me x number of hours and my hourly rate when it comes to doing coding and stuff is this this is what i'd like to get paid for the system anybody who wants to donate towards this once i hit the goal then i'll start off and running and i can dedicate time to this so that's um and that's how it it was built. It's an amazing piece of software. It's super easy. Easy. It really ties into the one-click mantra. Um, and then the work that JK is doing right now is just going to build on top of that. So, um, you know, uh, when you see these bounties pop out inside of Discord, inside of Reddit, on a Reddit page, on Twitter and stuff of that nature, um, that's us looking to do a new piece of software, an advancement inside of the Vertcoin ecosystem. And then we're soliciting funds for that particular project. Because in the past, we kind of had a pool of, of coins. And um, then the dev team really got feedback from the community. But then we used that pool in order to fund different projects. So uh, for the miners, for Verthash, that basically took up the remainder of the funds that we had in those pool wallets. And now we're moving purely to a bounty system, depending on the, the type of content that we're looking to do or the type of software we're trying to build. Uh, the community, if they deem it appropriate for the team, then they can fund that in order to get it built. So, um, And all of that's open. Everybody can track it as far as people who are donating. Um, we're very upfront. That's something that if you've never been in the Vertcoin community or ever talked to any of the developers, uh, we're highly accessible when we're not at work or, or you know spending time with family, but we're highly accessible and we're very open about everything that we do. Everything's open source. Um, we don't hide anything. Nothing is closed around here. Um, so if you ever have any questions or anything like that, first place uh, to jump into is going to be the Discord. Um, not sure if this is the right place to ask, but what happened to the Vertcoin Foundation? This is actually the perfect place to ask. Um, so the Vertcoin Foundation was initially going to be a 501c3. So that's a tax uh, or it's a nonprofit inside of the United States where you would be able to submit, um, you know, you'd be able to give money and you would be able to tax deduct it. Well, so we went back and forth with the IRS, um, spent about $1,000 in legal fees and submittals to the IRS and things of that nature. Um, and the IRS said, no, you cannot be a 501c3. And one of the reasons that we weren't able to is because we didn't lie on our applications. We didn't say that um, 
we're going to do grants. So that's one of the key things, the key phrases that we were doing is, and something else, another reason why we moved away from the pools of donate addresses on our website, the IRS actually used those donation addresses against us in saying that we were already soliciting funds, even though we were not an approved 501c3 and that, um, and that, you know, so they were using that as a reason not to grant us nonprofit status. Um, so we are shifting away from that. Uh, we're still trying to figure out if we go, the The option uh, is either instead of the bounty system where we actually have a bounty and then you know we collect funds for that and we pay, um, we could go back to the collecting money and storing it as a foundation and then we can do grants. So when it comes to these types of things, the word that you use um, matters more than what you're actually doing. Um, so the, we could grant a, an amount of funds to a developer to do a particular project. So we're still trying to figure out how we want to go about doing that. 501c6 uh, um, is not tax deductible from a donations perspective, but it is a, it is not, is a non-taxed entity. So that's one of the main things. One of the caveats that we had to do was make sure that whatever the legal entity was over Vercoin is that it wasn't, it, it, it was a non-taxable entity um, because if we're getting donations for software and then we're using all of that, we're not keeping any for profit or anything. So that doesn't make sense. And then we also don't want the organization, we don't want those funds to be taxed by the government because those funds were given for, production and for coding inside of the Vercoin ecospace. So we're still trying to figure out what that looks like as far as a entity uh, for Vercoin. Uh, right now, we are not going through. We could have appealed the IRS as far as the 501c3, but we felt that it wasn't, it wasn't a good idea to waste the money on that because I had the phone calls with the IRS and they were not receptive at all. In fact, they were very hostile to the whole idea of of a cryptocurrency nonprofit. Um, they didn't like it. Um, you know, shocking. The IRS kind of they really liked to back the the system of the government. So uh, they, they they weren't too big of a fan of that. So very advantageous from the get go. Uh, but we're still working on it. Uh, the foundation, as far as the individuals who were a part of the foundation, uh, they're still. On the Vercoin Foundation, from a um, from a personnel perspective, but there just isn't a legal entity right now. So we're just trying to see what our best options are moving forward and what makes sense to give us the best use for the funds that are given to or or, or donated to us. Because it's something else that if you've never been around here before, um, we don't waste money. We are very very ROI focused in the donations that have been given to us or the funds that have been given to us and using them to get the maximum impact out of them. Um, so that's something else that we're doing as well. So, uh, it, you know, lawyers are expensive. Unfortunately, nobody on our team is a lawyer. Uh, if somebody knows a lawyer who likes to do things pro bono or would like to help the team out, that would be greatly beneficial as well. That, that vastly reduces the cost of things. Um, but that's kind of where we are with the Vercoin Foundation. Um, you know, some other projects they've actually put the they've done foundations, and they're not real legal entities. They're just a foundation in name only. Um, you know, we when we do stuff, we try and do it right so that if ever there is an audit, if ever the SEC, you know, just starts slapping around the cryptocurrency community we always fall on the right side of regulation and stuff of that nature. But unfortunately, when you do that, 
It costs money, it costs time, and it costs doing things the right way. Um, so we're still steadily looking through uh, on what's the best uh, way to go about doing that. Um, let's see. Um, um, just going through here, uh, I think we should look into a bounty for Electrum VTC. So Electrum has not been updated. I think James is not looking to... Um, cause so James was hosting the server for Electrum and it wasn't getting a ton of use. Um, but if you guys really want to get Electrum over to the vert hash, um, fork and things of that nature, let's talk with James, go into the development channel inside of discord and let's just show him kind of the, uh, you know, if that would be a viable option. Um, so, uh, let's see, um, Let's see. There aren't any moment. Sorry, I'm just trying to go through your questions here real quick. I want to answer them while I'm on here. Um, so yeah, once once final release for one click minor, what we're going to be doing, Verton, is we're um, which actually I can probably make you a wrench in here because you are a mod inside of uh, the Discord. Um, we uh, so we will be restarting Google Ads and some type of advertising just to get the word out about the one-click miner. So we want to make sure the one-click miner is 100% ready to go and there isn't any issues or anything, any shortcoming. I think having this submarine swap thing that we got to see from JK this evening, uh, having that in the one-click miner is another value add to putting that money behind uh, the... Uh, behind the different, uh, you know, ads and stuff that we're looking at. Cause once again, it's ROI. So once we get, uh, the one click miner to where it is and it's kind of its final form when it comes to the fork. And then also if we can get the submarine swap stuff in there, I think then we really start to push the monies that we have left over right now in our marketing pool fund, uh, towards those Google ads. Um, so Google ads, we might try Facebook. We might try Twitter. Um, you know, it's one of the, the unfortunate things is that Twitter, Facebook and Google too, uh, they, 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 you know, there's a lot of people demanding ad space on those spaces. So it's not cheap. Um, you know, you, I think last time we ran an ad buy for, I think it was like $500 worth of, of ads and we got really good performance out of it and stuff of that nature. But, um, you know, it's constantly on my mind and, and everybody that's involved, um, uh, with the team, What's the best way to get this stuff out in front of people? Um, you know, I, I don't know if everybody saw uh, that Coin Market Cap has removed their advertising banners now. Uh, they claimed it as a great thing, but when I inquired to advertising on Coin Market Cap, it was a ten thousand dollar minimum just to get a banner up there. So, uh, you know, and that's something else that you'll find out. You know, exchanges have gotten pissed off at us because when they come to us saying that they need, you know, X number of dollars, or X number of BTC in order to get us listed on the exchange, we let our community know, hey, this is what they're asking. And some exchanges get really pissed off about that. Um, you know, uh, so and some of them still hold a grudge to this day and they won't list for a coin because we had done that in the past, because at the end of the day, we don't we don't have a pile of cash just sitting around. So we have to go to our community if we want to do this. We need their help in order to be able to do that. Um, but, uh, but you know, advertising inside of the crypto space, it seems like uh, more and more people are moving away from it. And I don't know if it's because, uh, like in the case of CoinMarketCap, if they just couldn't get people to fill that banner at the $10,000 minimum buy, or um, if, if they simply, be, I think they got bought by Binance. So I don't know if that just, they supplement them. So, um, but, uh, but yeah. 
So uh, the term ROI, so ROI, ROI is return on investment. So if I have a dollar and I'm going to give that dollar to an ad agency, the goal should be is that that $1 is going to earn back enough people or enough value to be worth the $1. So if I have two options and I give a dollar here and a dollar here and I get, you know, 50 cents on my dollar back here, but I get 28 cents on my dollar back here. The one that's 50 cents is the best ROI on the expense that we're making in order to do advertising. So for example, if I spend a dollar, I'm using these as round numbers, but if I spend a dollar on Facebook and a dollar on Google, but I get a lot more traffic, a lot more downloads and a lot more use of the one click miner from the Facebook ads, the Facebook ads are a better return on investment. So that's kind of what we're looking at when it comes to marketing metrics. Um, as far as you know, we'll do samples here and there uh, of you know fifty or a hundred bucks, and we gauge what's the best keywords, what's the best you know platform in order to be able to do that advertising. Um, and then once we figure out, okay, this looks to be our best ROI, then we start to pump some more money into that. Now. Our funds aren't limitless, so that's why we try and do our best in order to make sure that uh, that what we do have, we put to the best use. Um, oh, uh, what's the return metric for Vercoin? Downloading one click miner or some sort of other? T- yeah, so the, the return metric that we use for Vercoin whenever spending these ads, uh, specifically if we're advertising the one click miner, is downloads of the one click miner and then people actually using the one click miner. Because um, the way that I think about it is if one person downloads the one click miner and they're using it constantly, the probability of that single individual telling their friend or telling a family member, hey, this is super easy. You can get into cryptocurrency and it kind of starts the snowball effect of being able to get other people. You know, we didn't have to advertise to these other people, but word of mouth, which is the best form of advertising, that will get more people to download the one-click miner. So we make nothing off of the one-click miner um, from a from a development perspective. We don't get any sort of tax or anything like that back, but we secure our network. So one of the things that's been a problem with Vercoin is the low hash, and this is all low hash rate algorithms um, or coins uh, that are on low hash rate algorithms. They are susceptible to, lack of a better term, assholes using rent-to-hash services to 51% attack the network. That's one reason why we have a 600 block waiting time inside of Bitrix. So the more people that we can get mining Verthash, and with Verthash using P2 Proxy, and P2 pool built into it, it's all, there, there's no centralized mining authority, such as someone who heads up a mining pool that can use that mining pool to attack the, the, the coin. So we get network security, we get uh, easy user on-ramp, we get people using the, 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 the network. I mean, that's the value when it comes to doing the advertising. Um, let's see, uh, do you know what to mine... Uh, list Verthash on their website. Uh, I don't know if what to mine is going to list it. I would imagine they will, but we do know that NiceHash is not supporting the Verthash algorithm. So um, if you guys didn't see it, I posted about it on on Twitter, Facebook, you know, Blockfolio, all that stuff. But NiceHash has told us they are not going to support the Verthash algorithm, which is great because we don't want NiceHash to be used against us or against anyone who's on Verthash. Um, we don't want it used, you know, in a negative light towards anybody. Um, but unfortunately, uh, NiceHash has not, I guess, done things in order to secure that their network isn't going to be used in a malicious 
action. Um, so the best, the, you know, the next best thing is them saying they're not going to support the new uh, algorithm, which is great. That's fine. Uh, and then that allows us to build in submarine swaps and stuff of that nature into the one click miner, um, being able to hopefully one day take away uh, people who use nice hash um, and they can start using the Vercoin one click miner. Um, so let's see. Now, the downside is, is that the one click miner is for Vercoin. It's not for all the algorithms that are out there. So you're not going to have the instant profit switching. So there may be a little bit less efficient as far as mining, but um, it's, you know, you're not renting out your equipment that could be, possibly be used in a malicious manner. Um, you have no control over where your hash power goes. It's just whoever is the highest bidder. Um, let's see. Um, hey, Red Panda Mining. Hey, good to see you, man. Um, so you're going to be making a video talking about the hard fork and all this stuff. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll reach out to you, Red Panda. Um, so he's a YouTuber. If you haven't checked out his YouTube channel, uh, Red Panda Mining, he started to dabble a little bit into ASICs in his mining barn. And I've been keeping up with him just a little bit whenever I'm able to look at YouTube and stuff of that nature. But, uh, but yeah, it'll be cool to see what your video is tomorrow. That's awesome. Um, let's see, uh, when can we finally see Vercoin strong? Um, I assume you're talking about price, which, you know, one thing that we don't do on the Vertcoin talk, um, or really you'll never see a developer, uh, say anything about it is the price. We don't really talk about that one because of SEC regulations. We don't want to get on the bad side of the SEC if they ever were to come down and say that, you know, the team behind the project is trying to influence the price or anything of that nature. We try to be uh, a bystander when it comes to that. Um, you know, uh, who knows? We'll see. Um, you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with it going up in price. Um, but, uh, but you know, we, we have no control over what the price is or the price market or anything of that. That's up to everybody inside of the community um, to figure that out. Um, let's see. The one click miner could be a direct download like the wallet. Um, get it specialized and perhaps a bit niche. Um, yeah, that might be something that we can do. I know one of the reasons why we link over to the GitHub is so that when new things come out, John, um, it's automatically in that repository. So, um, so that might be something that we can do once we get, uh, the final, uh, the final version of the one click miner squared away, uh, there for, for this release. So, um, uh, I'm going to go ahead and cut the stream short here. Well, not short. I mean, we've been going for now over an hour. I uh, want to thank JK for joining me on this episode of Vercoin Talk. I uh, want to thank him for showcasing the submarine swap. That's really cool technology and completely outside of my wheelhouse, but uh, but it's awesome to be able to showcase that stuff. Um, I am uh, going to get ready to go grab some dinner uh, with my wife. So I want to thank all of you guys for joining us here on this uh, episode of Vertcoin Talk. Uh, we will be uploading uh, a podcast version of this uh, to uh, to SoundCloud, and, and so you should be able to get it wherever you get your podcasts and stuff if you want to listen to this again. There will also be an on-demand of this on the uh, Vertcoin YouTube channel. Please like and subscribe. I don't do this. Um, it's, it's kind of cringing for me, but um, would love for you guys to subscribe to the Vertcoin YouTube channel. Um, we don't do as much content as we used to. We normally do it on a quarterly basis. Um, I'll jump on here from time to time. If you want that daily type of content, uh, places like Red Panda Mining, that's where you would want to go in order to be able to get that because they're constantly doing things on a daily, um, you know, I commend him. There's no way I could, I could do that with my schedule and stuff of that nature. But, um, but we will be coming back our next dev update. Um, assuming 
that we nothing goes wrong with the fork, which there is no reason why it shouldn't. Um, once the fork is squared away, everybody's happy. Uh, all the exchanges, all the partner groups and everything that are doing, uh, that are switching over to Vertash once everybody is all set, then I think we're going to be focusing full time on getting the submarine swap thing into the one-click miner. So that would be our next big update that's coming out of the Vertcoin uh, team. Uh, do like, uh, you know, do like the video, do like the page, or subscribe to the to the channel. Um, if you have any interest whatsoever in cryptocurrency development, um, you know people like J.K. Uh, James, Yurtjap, uh, Etang, uh, Alex, uh, who is a developer. Uh, you know all of these guys are in the Discord, and if you just want to get your toe wet and, and and just start to dig into this type of stuff, please come into the Discord and hang out. You'll learn so much. Um, I'm not a coder, but you know I've learned so much over the last you know, almost half a decade now that I've been involved with the team. Um, but uh, we're gonna go ahead and call the stream there. Uh, thanks everybody for joining us, and we will see you guys in the next one.